0: Welcome to Mental Reality with Dr. Beach. This is Dr. Beach, and today we're here with a dear friend, uh, music therapist, and professional singer, Juanita Davis. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Why don't you start, Juanita, by telling me how you became a music therapist?
1: Okay. In order to do that, I'm going to tell you about a few experiences, the earliest memory of mine, which is I'm three years old, and my dad, who's a pastor, is holding me in his arms with a microphone to my mouth. And the congregation is ready for this song that they think is going to be a tiny, sweet little song coming from a tiny girl. Everything went quiet, and out came this voice that had an effect. I saw right away that it had an effect, And afterward, I feel I was treated a little bit differently because it seemed like it was a little bit of a superpower. And that superpower was an ability to change the energy in the room. I realize now that that was what I did. Fast forward to seven years old, I was away from my family. I have nine siblings, but I was taken to Indianapolis where I went to school apart from my family. It was a very Emotional and lonely and difficult time. But one day I was taken to a music class, and this teacher set us all in a circle. And this is what she sang I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I'd like to hold it in my arms and keep it company. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow-white turtle doves. I fell in love with her and the song, and it became my life's purpose. It truly did. I thought music was the perfect way to take care of people.
0: Can I just say that was in perfect harmony?
1: Ah, thank you, thank you. Flash forward, 13 years old. I'm sitting in the window at my school because it's raining and we don't have recess. And everybody's making a ruckus because the teacher's out of the classroom and they're just having a good old time. And I'm singing and I don't realize that everything has gone quiet. But all the kids have gathered around me and I heard Juanita can sing. And the girl who exclaimed it was the biggest bully in the class. And one perk of that was after that day, the bullies kind of left me alone. They were intrigued with me. So people throughout my life, from three years on, have become intrigued with what is this voice. I don't know that it's necessarily the strength of it or the character of it or the quality of it. I've never been able to figure that out, but it's what brought me to California. I competed in a contest and won a scholarship to college, and everything I've ever done in my life vocally has been impactful, meaningful, and that is what has brought me to music therapy. is It's what has had the most meaning in my life.
0: I mean, that's a very impactful story. I mean, one of the things you said that really resonated with me is how music can change the energy in a room. Yes. And I know if you, you know, go to the disco, right, you'll kind of feel a high energy and you're shuffling on the dance floor. But if you've had like a really hard day or you're going through some trauma or you recently had a breakup, It's not uncommon that people will, uh, you know, listen to more sad songs. Like there's kind of, there's kind of comfort in that pain, if you will.
1: Right. We should talk about sound healing.
0: What is that?
1: Well, you have your own healing tool within your body, which is your voice. It's extremely powerful. The body is over 70% water and it's vibrating all the time. Your heart is beating, you're breathing, the blood is moving through your veins, there's movement, and you can use tones against that movement to impact your own feelings, your own emotions, subsequently your very own health. But you ask from the outside, there are tones, even when you hear them, that impact your mood, in different ways you'll hear high long tones and those will make you feel one way and then you'll hear low somber tones and that makes you feel another way everyone knows that but what we're going to talk about today is the powerful tool that you have within your very own body
0: i mean you you mentioned uh, vibration which is interesting cuz sometimes when people will talk about someone's voice they'll say that they have a nice vibrato Right, a nice vibration.
1: Yes, that's right. Or you'll meet someone and you'll say, boy, we're on the same wavelength. Right. Everything we're, is vibration. You are vibration and everyone you come in contact with is vibration. Got a good vibration. That's right. Hear. Good vibrations. So energy is all there is. Everything is vibrating. The human body generates mechanical vibrations called infrasonic waves. Think of the body as a pool of water. If you drop a frozen green pea into the middle of a bowl of water, just imagine what that does. You can see that water moving outward. The body has its heartbeats. Now, respiratory that the, movements. That's how
0: the black-eyed peas got
1: formed? That's exactly how that group got started. I think they did that experiment. So the body's heartbeat and respiratory movements and blood flowing through vessels and other physiological processes create vibration and movement. And you can influence or raise these vibrations by using the voice on the inside of your own body.
0: Now, who would you recommend music therapy for? Is it a certain kind of person or a certain kind of difficulty someone might be going through?
1: You can use sound healing for absolutely every function of your own physiology. So if you are having depression and you want to influence your own health, there are seven chakras that run down the spine for instance, there's the heart chakra. So if you want to focus on the heart chakra, think of the heart not just as the physical heart, but if you were to see suddenly a child running in front of a car, you would say, oh, you would protect your whole front region. So let's think of that whole front region as your heart. And we're going to use vibration on the inside of your own body to influence that area of your body. You ready?
0: Sure. Okay. Ready as ever.
1: (laughs) Okay. Before we even do that, I want you to think of a particular song. Okay. God Bless America. And the vowel sound that influenced the heart is ah. Just imagine A-H-H. And imagine your heart as two doors that go all the way across your chest, and they open outward. The way to health is to keep your heart open. We close the heart due to fear. We we have uncertainties. We all want security. And... It just comes to the place in life for everyone where we feel safest to go through life with our heart closed. But it's more healthful to go through life with your heart open. So this song... There's a lot of
0: risk in that.
1: There's a great deal of risk in that. But you will learn how to feel safe in the world through sound healing. And no one has to see you as vulnerable. You are seeing you as vulnerable. So we're going to change your mind by changing your heart. So the song God Bless America is very impactful in that it has a lot of short A sounds, A-H. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. I may find myself automatically singing that song because I know it takes that short A to open my heart. And I have been practicing for years making that sound. I was nervous
0: you were going to make me sing the next verse.
1: (laughs) Okay, your turn, Craig. Hit it. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to do, your part will be much easier. Okay, so let's close your eyes. We're going to take a deep, slow breath. part the lips very slightly and let that breath out slowly. On the next breath in, we're going to exhale the ah sound, a h h. Now, so that you hear this on the inside, you would use the left index finger and close the left ear. So, inhale and We're going to do that again. As you let out the ah sound, I need you to visualize the double doors of your heart space opening. Inhale. And exhale, ah, and open the doors of your heart. Ah. 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 Wonderful. Now that's just one area of your body. You should already feel more safe. Safety is everyone's greatest need. And if you can influence your own feeling of safety, imagine everyone walking around feeling safe. The world would be a much better place, no?
0: Totally. I mean, there's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The number one need is security. security.
1: Right. And that is where we get with vocalizing. It is the antithesis of depression, no? It took you feeling unsafe to get to depression. It took you feeling unsafe to cause yourself dis-ease, most diseases. So if we can increase that feeling of safety, decrease that feeling of anxiety, that is the goal of music therapy.
0: I mean, that was really disease. And disease. That's
1: the same thing. Dis-ease leads to disease. Right. And so if we can live at ease with our hearts open, if we can learn how to influence the heart chakra, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar, the throat, the third eye, and the crown with a series of vocalizations, that is music therapy. And that is my greatest, greatest, greatest gift is to be able to take that into the world and teach the world to sing, so to speak.
0: Like to teach the world to sing. That's right. And I mean, it's really interesting. A lot of times when people do therapy as adults, a lot of the focus of the therapy can be working on like the inner child.
1: That's right.
0: And like kind of refinding that inner child and vulnerability.
1: Yes. And these vocalizations can't help but take you there because each of these vocalized sounds corresponds to a particular area of the body. And you are aligning the body by vocalizing on the inside of your own body and getting yourself aligned.
0: So, Anita, could you uh, give, give me an example of how you've applied some of these techniques with people that have been helpful?
1: Yes. One of my favorite stories is... I was with a group of dementia patients. It was Christmas time, and I usually start with a brief introduction of who I am and ask if there are any questions, and just as I did that, one of the elderly patients who hadn't spoken in a very long time said in a very gruff voice, are you going to sing or are you just going to stand there and talk all day?
0: (laughs) A good question. It
1: is a good question. <laughs> I was only going to speak briefly, but <laughs> that was her response. But everybody, there was a collective sigh of nurses and patients alike. And in about one minute, there were many, many doctors and nurses standing at the door just looking because this woman hadn't spoken. And, and I wish I could tell you how long it had been, but it had been a very, very, very long time since she had uttered a single syllable. So that was just one memorable moment. But an ongoing situation I had recently with a patient who we'll call Mary. Uh, Mary had been handling her dementia very, very gracefully for about eight years. And then finally she stopped speaking. It was evident that she recognized certain people. She has four sons But she seemed only to recognize her husband, one son, the caregiver, and me. And she decided that I was her sister. So when I would come in, she would sometimes whisper the word sister. And that's the last word I heard her say. But we turned on a a show where there was music. And I would come in singing at 6 o'clock every Saturday night. This went on for several years. This was my patient. Every Saturday night. Mm And when she saw me come in, she would start to beat on the table and she would start to hum. And she would do that the whole time I was there. And she came to see it as her assignment. And she did not have the typical behavioral difficulties that you have with a late stage dementia person. So we had a lot of success with her. She was very loving. She kept her personality We kept singing. We kept vocalizing. Sometimes she would sing. But finally, after she had made no sounds for about a year, I went over with a birthday cake. It was her birthday. She knew it was her birthday. And she sang loud and clear, happy birthday to herself. And it was absolutely wonderful. And that's what I remember when I remember her. Uh, She passed away just several months ago. But The very last day I saw her, uh, she was in her hospice bed, and I got next to her, and she started just moving back and forth and humming. She still knew it was me. After 11 years of dementia, uh, she responded to music until her very last day.
0: I mean, when she, I mean, when you're telling that story, it makes me think every time she saw you when she's rocking like that, that was her excitement to see you.
1: Yes. And her excitement at knowing how good it was going to feel to her to sing, to hear her favorite music. I sang her songs from the 40s and the 50s, and that was her favorite era of music. And just the anticipation, her body, her mind knew She was about to feel good.
0: the highlight of your week.
1: Yes. So that was a wonderful and my absolute most favorite music therapy experience ever. And there have been many. Uh, We've worked with children who have uh, serious diseases. We've worked with people who are chronically ill. I've worked with many, many patients. But it is especially satisfying when a person recognizes, no matter what state of health they're in, that they do have their voice, that they can influence themselves with, and helping a person get to that point is very rewarding.
0: I mean, as as a doctor, one of the hardest parts of my training, I would say, is is uh, working with uh, children who are ill. It's so it's so sad. It really yes, it is tugs on your heartstrings to see a a, a like helpless, vulnerable child. Yes, you know, deal with a disease. Have you done any work with children? Yes,
1: I have worked with a leukemia patient as young as six years old. She was diagnosed when she was four years old. She was very healthy before that, but she was reduced to being unable to do anything at all for herself physically. Um, but one day, Rady Children's Hospital brought all the kids out for what they call the Parade of Champions, and I was assigned to follow her around the track and just sort of be her cheerleader, Um she had to have help walking and um, we just sort of went behind her. It's a day for the kids to come out and just get a little fresh air and sunshine and feel like everything's normal. So her mother let me know that she wanted to be a singer. So we started doing voice lessons with her, teaching her what she thought were just songs, but For instance, give me a clean heart got her to focus on the long E vowels to influence the crown chakra that gave her confidence. And she kind of joined in and gave me her favorite songs. And I went through and chose the songs that had the vowel sounds that she needed to vocalize to send her body the right messages. And each time I saw her, she had a little more hair. She had a little bit bigger smile. And this past Christmas, we did a little Christmas concert together, and that was wonderful. So the power of music, I can't say enough about what I've seen in terms of people taking this lesson and empowering themselves to heal from many ailments.
0: I mean, that's, that's such a touching story. I can imagine even just the distraction, when you're yes. focused on music, if you're going through something, you know, horrific, yes. people are going through a lot of stuff, just to even be able to distract yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and find, you know, pleasure. There's a, you know, the pleasure center in the brain. Yes. we so talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. Music, you know, really, know, gives you that dopamine rush, right? Yes,
1: the pleasure principle is real. <laughs> music from the outside is powerful, but making music on the inside of your body is absolutely healing. And you have that powerful tool. We all have that powerful tool that we can be used. And I'm excited to teach people how to use it.
0: I mean, we don't talk that much about music therapy. I'm sure a lot of people don't know much about it at all. And one thing I think is really important for people to understand is you don't have to be a singer. It's not about, you know, having a good voice or a trained voice. That's in order right. to do Music therapy. That's it's exactly right. Every, it's for everyone.
1: Yes. It's toning the vowel sounds against the vibrations that are already happening within your own body. It's a healing that's waiting to happen. And it's really very simple. Uh, it is about learning the chakras that align the spine and keeping yourself in balance with sound. It's as simple as that.
0: So if people wanted to incorporate it into their daily routine, like you know, meditation or music therapy, yes. what kind of simple technique could someone do on a day-to-day basis that would be therapeutic?
1: My favorite is when I come into awareness each morning, the very second that I realize I'm awake, before I even open my eyes, I hum the vowels long E. The word peace is what I hum. So I wake up with a deep breath and ee. you're less likely to hit the snooze button. (laughs) It gets your brain activated. It gets your brain activated to positivity. And it is an amazing, simple, simple tool. So once I'm up, I have a choice of what I want to influence by the way I feel that morning. Sometimes I need an open heart. And I'll vocalize, "Ah," or I'll sing a song that has long A's, like God Bless America. And I'm very automated to it. So whatever song I find myself singing, I just sort of fall into the song. And I think, oh, I guess I needed to influence my throat today because I'm singing a song with a lot of eyes. So after you've done these exercises for a number of years, you're basically tuning up your own car. You drive down the road in your car. And if it's your car and you've had it a while in your car, you sort of get to know it and it sounds it'll become this way with your body.
0: Well, it sounds like the vowels are very important. A-E-I-O-U. And I definitely owe you (laughs) for the privilege of uh, speaking with you today. Uh, It's been very illuminating and very interesting. And I think this is something that can really practically help people. So I want to thank you so much. Absolutely. We're going to put some information on reachdrbeach.com if you want to learn more about music therapy. And uh, thanks for tuning in to Mental Reality with Dr. Beach.